Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, eggs. And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Helley. And... Eggs. Eggs Hymanson is here with us. Also, Eliz, you forgot to say number one podcaster, Eliz. Number one podcaster. My birthday uh, present cup. Yeah, we we got uh, Eliz a uh, Yeti cup with the sequel rights logo and everything on it. It's and official. I, yeah, I, I think podcast. it's our first our first merch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we bought it for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, I was like, damn. Now I want something with the, the logo on hey, it. it yeah. so cool. Oh man. Well, you know what? We are here, you guys. You know, last week we started off the journey of the Land Before Time 14 film series. But, you know, uh, we're called sequel rights, okay? So the journey doesn't really begin until we get to the first sequel. And here we are tonight with Land Before Time 2, The Great Valley Adventure. Now, is it The Great Valley Adventure or is it The Great Valley Adventure? The Great Valley. The Great Valley Adventure. Or is it a Great Valley Adventure? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's the it's the proper noun, the Great Valley. It's yeah. semicolon adventure. We'll get into it. We're going to be talking about grammar a lot tonight. I'm just letting <laughs> yeah. you know in advance. Oh man! But before we get too far into things here, Eliz, uh, where can people reach out to us? Yeah, you can email us sequelrights at gmail dot com with all your land before time thoughts, or you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, five stars goes a long way to have other people help find the podcast. I stumbled over that, but fine. <laughs> um, uh, and also, please give us your favorite recipe for eggs, which yes. if you haven't watched this movie, that makes no sense. But after you listen to this episode, it's going to make a lot of sense. The movie is all about eggs. Eggs. So why don't we tune in to the trailer for The Great Egg Adventure? Littlefoot's first adventure brought him home to the Great Valley. Now, the adventure continues as Littlefoot, Sarah, Ducky, Petrie, and Spike begin the journey of a lifetime. All right, let's go! In the magnificent Great Valley. Where are we? I... I think we're in the mysterious beyond. There, they meet a menacing pair of egg snatchers. The frightening sharp teeth. Sharp teeth? In the valley? And a curious new friend. What's a chopper? It is his name, silly. <laughs> well, there you go. That's the entire movie. And we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> All right. Just kidding. Although that, that trailer is a little bit of a misnomer because it says that everybody's coming back. But really, it's just Sarah. <laughs> that's true <laughs> also it says the journey of the lifetime of their lifetime do you think like it wasn't the journey to the great valley probably the journey of a lifetime probably i mean we, we've got 12 more movies to figure that out so <laughs> is it really a journey if you end in the same place you started i don't know <laughs> well i think that the first thing out the gate here is that last time Ela's put together a fantastic game where we were talking about how long would it take for this series to devolve into this sequel trope or this sequel trope uh and well turns out i don't remember what my guess was but when it turns into a musical it is right fucking now yeah 
right. so yeah, was that on the list, Elis? It was on the list, but remember, I buried it in a time capsule under the La Brea Tar Pits, so we won't oh. actually have <laughs> the list until later. But I do know that I, I'm pretty sure Justin guessed like two because he already knew, and I, I think I tried to be a little <laughs> bit more optimistic and put it off a bit. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll tally up all the scores at the end. But you know, I also uh, the movie also I don't know if this is one of the questions because I can't remember a week ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> w- uh, um. If, uh, you know, th- this one starts in space, which I was not expecting. <laughs> I was like, was it there does. one that says, like, when are we going to go to space? <laughs> I didn't, although I really should have included it, considering how much I love Jason X. I should have made that one of the questions. Yeah. So the movie starts in space for some reason. And uh, I guess it just uh, it goes to show that there's like some meteors heading towards Earth and then <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the movie. <laughs> nope. I guess uh, I don't know if it's they want to like be careful. Your life could end at any moment, but here's a nice adventure. Yeah. Here's the kids. Um, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> the space thing was weird. I thought maybe they were trying to, you know, kind of copy the opening of the underwater and everything, but do something different. Uh, but it was weird. So this movie takes place. It came out in 1994, which is six years mm-hmm. after the original. Mm-hmm. It is a direct to video sequel. And it is interesting. Interestingly, the only the second direct-to-video animated sequel. The first being the Return of Jafar in nineteen ninety-two. Yeah. So this ever? is like, <laughs> yeah, ever. No, uh, I'm sorry, not nineteen ninety-two. Return of Jafar was ninety-four, same year. Oh, okay. What about the Rescuers Down Under? Uh, Apparently, that, that the this Wikipedia article says that that uh, had some. <laughs> release yeah but it says it's a direct yeah it was down rescue is down under wasn't direct, oh, direct to, to video. video oh, oh yes oh, okay what was the other movie um i can't remember now what was the other movie where the trailer was like in the grand tradition of the return of jafar <laughs> <laughs> uh i can't remember what what movie that was some other animated sequel i'm sure um something starship troopers five <laughs> something we watched <laughs> yeah. this before or after five uh you know, I feel like well, it was again five O theatrical. Yeah, I feel like it was one of the Beethoven movies. Oh, probably. the second one was theatrical. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, <laughs> yep. But yeah, I saw that in the Wikipedia, and I was like, you know what? I think you're right. Like, I couldn't think of other like direct to DVD animated sequels yeah. before that. I'm like, what would it have been? Even well, it's a weird market because animated movies are expensive. Yeah, I was like, there's a there's a direct to video sequel of Secret of the Nim. But I think it came out much later than, than the original film. Um, but yeah, anyways, DTV quality on this. <laughs> DTV. Also, it's a universal movie, not 1440 yet. I do think that at this very moment, we should guess when these become 1440 movies. I'm going to say never. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this Universal Animation Studios logo? I've never seen this in my life. What's that plane from? Do you even know? Does anyone know? No, my guess was like a Tex Avery thing, but I have no idea. Stupid plane with eyes. Right. Yeah, I don't know who that was. <laughs> yeah, you, you. so Elis, you've never uh, heard of the animated airplane from Universal Studios Animation Studios logo? <laughs> I guess not. I mean, I'm sure if I looked it up, I could figure out who he is. He reminds me of, uh, you know, Pedro, the, the, the uh, is it from Saludos Amigos or Three Caballeros, the plane? guy 
Oh, it must be oh. Saludos Amigos. I don't. I, yeah, Saludos Amigos. He flies from Chile to Argentina. Uh, anyways, that's all. That's what I think of. But yeah, I'm sure it's something. I was like, this is this ain't no Mickey Mouse, okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we know that as you know, if if you remember way back in the history of our podcast, when I went to visit Universal Florida and went to Fievel's Playland and did a detailed Facebook Live, <laughs> Universal was already, uh, you know licensing the blue films for stuff in the parks and and whatnot and then i guess they just kind of gave it to them or sold it to them it's interesting that this like we said was the first direct to video animated sequel because um i don't know if you saw it like the end of the credits that the movie is dedicated to this guy robert blattner the third yeah who's that he was the president of mca home video and he was killed in a like horrific plane crash, leaving the set of another direct-to-video sequel that was being filmed at like Arches National Park. Oh god! Uh, and him and two other executives died. And um, but I guess it must have been that this whole thing was his brainchild or something. And they put a goofy ass cartoony plane in the start of the. <laughs> The movie. Oh my god! I didn't even think of that. <laughs> so mortifying. We want to honor his death by making some sort of goofy <laughs> ass competent plane. Oh my god! I didn't even think about that. Is this plane like? <laughs> I don't even remember what the music was. The, it was the film stupid. that he died leaving the set of was called Slaughter of the Innocents, and uh, it starred <laughs> Kevin Sorbo. Jesus! Wait, it's a it's a sequel. No. Oh, I thought you. Oh, okay. Was just, <laughs> I think it was direct to video, though. No, like it was a sequel movie. to Slaughter of the Deserving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, who's next? The only other people we get slaughter are the innocents, I guess. So here this we go. Is horrible. We need to, rest in peace, Robert Blattner. We're so sorry. Okay. Sorry. If it wasn't for you, we might not have these 14 movies. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so the movie, the movie starts out pretty much like the other one, where there's like a narrator being like, "And once uh, they went to the Great Valley, and it was great, and also a valley, and they lived there." Um, and then, okay, it, wait, hold on though. In yeah. this narration, he talks about the sharp teeth, right? Yeah. So, like, what is is sharp teeth the correct plural of a sharp tooth? Like the group of sharp tooths, are they sharp teeth or that would make sense? Or let's let's not let's not <laughs> cement the racist rhetoric of these movies. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. Fair that's enough. True. But like, I don't know. Like, I think there might be an argument, a grammatical argument for sharp tooths, sharp tooths, because the sharp teeth. Well, anyways, it's a whole thing. I you mean, could call. No, no, let's get into it. <laughs> no, because they always called him the sharp tooth because there was yeah. only one, right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And then they murdered him. They did crucially. Murder him. But yep. then, if you had the more than murdered. one sharp tooth, it makes sense they... that it would be sharp teeth. Yeah. But is the sharp, even though one teeth sharp tooth, referring to the teeth or to the 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 guy the his name is no, the sharp tooth? I agree, sharp tooths. No, no. We go with what the movie says. Even though one, even though one sharp tooth has multiple sharp teeth, you're right. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I get. It. I get what you're saying, but I think we got to go by the movie rules. There's also multiple types of sharp teeth, so maybe it's like a thing where two sharp tooth 
Wait, what are the multiple types of sharp teeth? Let's let's get shrunk and white on the phone here. Hold on. <laughs> no, there are multiple kinds of sharp teeth. There's like the dudes that eat the eggs. There's like we saw the other thing that tried to eat Sarah in the last movie. You know, like yeah, but the guys with the eggs actually call themselves by the correct dinosaur name. <laughs> oh God, really? I totally missed that. Oh, you didn't it's listen to anyway. you didn't listen to the song. Apparently, I don't know the answer to this grammatical question. I just wanted to put it out there because I feel like there ambiguity yeah i I mean we do need to talk about the uh vocabulary of these dinosaurs here because i I feel like we should be taking a list i feel like we should uh start a list maybe with this movie and the last one of all the things that dinosaurs have all the names that dinosaurs have for like real life things Right, right. Like the sinking sands and the smoky or the cloudy mountain or whatever they call it. The the mysterious beyond. You fucking idiots. It's quicksand. It's a goddamn volcano. Look out for the bright circle or something. Yeah, the bright circle. Well, that's like the the Tom Hanks movie, The Circle. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) we should like start speaking only in their terms like how the the cast members at galaxy's edge have to be like you know yeah. go use yeah. the refresher port or whatever you know like when they're talking about the bathroom how many that, that'll, talk that'll be 25 things. credits yeah. that's what we should use do, your payment we time language yes yes we should welcome to our talkie listener everybody <laughs> <laughs> Hope you download us. On By episode 14, <laughs> I'm going to speak only in ducky uh, language uh, with no... Con- yep, no yep, yep, uh, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, no contractions. So as Tyler mentioned earlier, uh, much to our dismay, I think. I mean, I don't know what you guys thought, but much to my dismay. Almost immediately, we learned that this is a musical. <laughs> <laughs> right. To my dismay. The, the world <laughs> crumbled beneath me, and I fell into a bottomless pit. In what, the first minute of this movie. What I thought was hilarious and I was hoping would continue throughout the movie is like the first song is all of the characters singing, but they're not like actually singing it animated. Right, you, you know, right. they're not like animated an, uh, singing yeah. the song. So it's just them running around. So my initial thought was like, oh man, I wonder, it would be so crazy if like they made this opening like the original film where it was more of like a, sweet uh, nature documentary and you're seeing the kids having fun while the narrator talks a bit. And then some studio execs saw this and be like, right. no kids are going to think this is boring as fuck. Let's add a song in here. And, and like, we don't have to change any of the animation. Let's just put a song over it. That's what it felt like. But later in the uh, film, there are like fully animated musicals. No, I thought that too about this first song. I was like, this was put in later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it might, it still might've been, but uh, I have, I have bad news for you, friends. I don't uh-oh. know if you read the Wikipedia for this movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> this was the film that introduced the musical format to the series, and every subsequent film has followed this style. Spoilers! Spoilers! Cover your eyes. No, well, I did know that. Yeah. I saw that in the IMDb. <laughs> but you know what? I, I love musicals. I don't have a problem with them being musicals, but it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, these songs. I mean, <laughs> well... I hope that we get to the weirdness of Brave Little Toaster singing mm. about the internet or like there's going to be some weird ass songs. So I'm excited I mean, about that. We got, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but we got weird pretty quick, I think. It is pretty weird. We yeah. got insane songs in this movie. <laughs> and uh, three songs. Yeah, only three songs. And uh, I would, I too was spoiled on the uh, there's going to be songs. 
everywhere after this because uh, I went to go look and see if these songs were like on Spotify or something. And there's hilariously uh, two um, soundtrack releases for the Land Before Time series. And one of them is called The Songs from the Land Before Time. And then the other one is called The Best Songs from the Land Before Time. And there's there's like some... What got cut? I was going to say, there's some (laughs) crossover, but not all of them. So you got to be feeling pretty shitty if your song didn't show up on the best songs. And it's really funny because it literally has the same exact artwork, but the word best is added in in the, the, like, the songs from section. Sick burn person to put together (laughs) that first soundtrack. So, you know. Um, This is a good time to mention that I actually have been compiling every song from every single Ritz <gasps> movie in a playlist on Spotify this entire time. Nice. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. What, it's what's for it? no one's benefit, but my own. I mean, what's it called? Is it, what's it called? If it's called, it's a it good day to die. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's called sequel soundtrack rights. Actually, we, maybe we should link it. I think uh, if it's collaborative, it's probably private. Sure. So it looks like it's probably a private one. Really? Um, oh. No, the reasons. I, I think why. if you make a, a collaborative <laughs> <laughs> playlist, it turns private immediately. Um, but yeah, we'll link it in the show notes. The sequel okay. rights soundtrack. Uh, actually, sorry, it's called sequel soundtrack rights. You're right. Um, yeah, that is great. It, we we haven't had like uh, major movie songs for a while. I put the scores in there too. Oh, okay, there you go. Good, good. I was like, yeah, we had pretty huge Mortal Kombat songs, but not like this. Right. They're not. They're not in Mortal Kombat. Going, it's time for Mortal Kombat. They I should, mean, it depends though. if you listen to that the Ben Wallfish like needle drop for the credits because they do <laughs> say Mortal Kombat in it quite literally. Yeah. That sounds great to me, Justin. Like, shut up and take my money. I'll watch the I'll make Mortal a Kombat musical. Mortal Kombat uh, parody <laughs> musical. Off, 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 off. Oh my off god, Broadway. let's write it. Starring Christopher Lambert. <laughs> with like with like a really sad, like internal song by Reptile of how nobody really sees him. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. People came here for like Dino Talk, and now we're okay, talking yeah, about. Okay, yeah, sorry. Mortal Forget Kombat. you, Mortal Kombat. I'm just kidding, but yeah. The, so Get this, back to the dinos. This first song, uh, I can, I don't even remember what it's called, but it's terrible. It, it's like uh, I feel bad. The the songs were all written by this band called the Roaches, which I believe are um, an Irish, sisters. yeah, an Irish American sisters uh, from New Jersey. They and, really fancy uh, themselves like the Steven Sondheims of the direct-to-video market because they're like, let's cram as many words as we can yes. into one measure. When you say that, it sounds like a good thing. I don't like this. I uh, said they fancy themselves. I didn't say I fancy them <laughs> I as. See, I see. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. I had like, never heard of them. And then uh, I looked in like one of the, one of the three, they're three sisters. And uh, one of them, um, did some work on this uh, Yes Air album I really like. So I was like, oh, dang, okay, sweet. But yeah, this song is not good. Like, the, the main course is like, it's too wordy. Like, you're mm-hmm. right. Where they're going like, run around, run around. I'm like, that's, yeah. not a, that's not a good lyric. I'm sorry. It sounds weird. Although I got to say, I thought that I had never seen this movie. And as soon as I heard those songs, I was like, I've seen this movie. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> we're, talking about, we're talking about Peaceful Valley, yes? Yeah. A peaceful yeah. valley. And I was like, fuck, it's called Great Valley, okay? Come on. You're not going to put Great Valley in <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, I didn't like the run around, run around line. It's too much. Run, run around, run around. 
this peaceful event. Now, so now I got stuck in my head. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of like, oh, no, <laughs> with the music right, right away. No, I, yeah, this is was horrible. And I'm not surprised that you guys have seen this because, like, I mean, like I said, I had we, we at home have this one and the next one growing up as kids on VHS. And it makes yeah. sense that um, it's only the second DTV thing because it was probably right at this time where, yeah, you know, Return of the Jafar, I think, was like a huge thing. And Return of the Jafar. <laughs> Return oh, sorry, of the I, don't, Jafar. I understand. That was just sorry. a slip of the tongue. Return, Return of Star Jafar. Wars to Jedi. <laughs> the Return of the Jafar. <laughs> Return of the Jafar. <laughs> Have you guys heard like that the Jafar is back? Uh, but I remember, I remember as a kid. I mean, we haven't talked about those sequels yet. But I remember as a kid being like, "Oh shit, they made a sequel to Aladdin! What the fuck? That's awesome! Yeah, yeah that was a big deal." And so I think it was the same with this, where it was like, "Oh man, a sequel! I love that movie. Uh, I don't know anything about sequels. I'm a kid, so like, <laughs> it's probably gonna be." Great. I feel like I probably watched it with like younger kids or something that I was like babysitting or hanging out. Yeah, with, you like, don't need to pour pour this one out for is for babysitters at the time that had to watch <laughs> these movies that were clearly intended for younger children but then yeah. were then rented because I think this is the situation that I saw this that my parents were doing something there was a babysitter that they hired and we rented a Land Before Time sequel and this movie was clearly for children that were four <laughs> <laughs> Or younger, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and it was just like, oh, what the fuck! Like, and they probably did not do its intended job of giving the babysitter rest from having. Right. To no, deal that, with that's you. that's what I mean. It was just like, let's give props to the babysitters of 1994, right? <laughs> babysitters Club. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, yeah, it's I I remember Chomper. I knew that they eventually got. A chomper, but I thought I had just picked that up and like they eventually you know, got pop a culture. I didn't realize I had actually seen the movie, and then when I heard the run around, run around, I was like, "Oh my god, I've seen this movie!" And then when oh I heard god, the the, the third song, the later song about family, I was like, "Oh, I really have seen this movie for sure." You're gonna be uh, you're you're gonna be like an older lady uh, starting to like lose things, and your your grandchildren are gonna be like, "Yes, sing Grandma the song that she loves, and she remembers her history," and the kids are gonna be like. It's such a peaceful valley. We run around, run around, and you're gonna be like, I mean, oh we already God, knew that that was gonna be how my brain worked. Yeah, and, in the and, future, and you're just gonna so. start reaching for the ammunition in a gun, and like, no, right, Grandma. Right. No, you. And I, I hope that when I'm a senior citizen, somebody sings "A Good Day to Die," and I will come back. <laughs> sure, <laughs> Grandma, you yeah, did a po- no you did a podcast. Sure, you did. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? God. Wow, 200 episodes. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, you did, Grandma. Um, yeah, so we were talking about Chomper, this movie, uh, you know, the franchise is immediately so bored with the original characters of the film that they need to add in a, a new baby. You know, a movie is always better when they add a child of a character that they murdered in the previous <laughs> film. <laughs> I know. I thought that was kind of messed up. I'm, at the time, I probably was like, oh, it's a cute baby. When before, I it before they even introduced Chomper. They show that the kids role play and relish the time that they murdered another dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, that's they're true. Like, Let's pretend like when we killed this sharp tooth, and they're like, ha, 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 ha. "Yeah, yeah, we killed that fucker." Let's throw rocks in reckless disregard to other nests with eggs in it. Pretty funny. 
And uh, yeah, we learn, uh, you know, immediately that they haven't learned any lessons from the last film as they find themselves uh, in dire straits getting drowned the same way they did in the first movie. Yep. <laughs> sinking sand. However, I do got to say, you know, for this movie, like as annoying as it is as adults to see them being so stupid, like I think I remember having these moments as a kid being like, I'm never going to, you know, if I ever have a kid, I'm never going to tell them no. Or like, I could be a parent. I should just take care of this other kid or this animal. You know, like, I know what I'm doing better than my parents. You know, like, I I definitely was like, I remember being in that mindset and being as snooty as these kids are in the movie. Um, And it's for kids, you know. So even though it's kind of annoying how dumb they are, I was like, no, I definitely recognize some of the those. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And I do think that this movie, for everything that we're about to say about it, and we will get to the ending, Littlefoot's explanation to his grandparents at the end is really nice and I think is a good ending point for this movie where he basically says, look, like, I don't think I'm ready to be an adult, but I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Which is what all parents want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Even though just moments ago I was ready to be a mom. <laughs> to a sharp tooth um yeah i like that uh i guess you know everyone or a lot of kids growing up probably had the, the friend who's like sarah in this movie who is just like the bad idea generator <laughs> she uh continues to apparently not have learned anything from the last uh film as well and is just like throughout the entire movie being like let's do this awful thing let's do this dumb idea it's not even just that it's a bad idea generator. It's just contrarian because mm-hmm. even when she has, you know, even when they have a bad idea, like let's raise Chomper, you know, as a, on our own, she is like, uh, no, let's not do that, which is a good idea. But she just has to be doing something different than what everybody different. else is doing. Every time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know um, Tyler mentioned it super quickly at the beginning, but she is uh, Candace Houston uh, or Hudson is the Hudson. only. Um, the only returning actor. yeah voice actor uh doing Sarah's voice it's hard to replace that scream that Sarah does you know that's true that's true there's also a a, a super awkward moment with uh, Sarah and the other dino kids where we learn that after everything that happened in the last movie her parents are still horrible racists <laughs> Right. All the other kids were like, yeah, they told me to be safe. And she's like, and my parents are still racist. They're like, oh, don't wait. pal around. I think with- she realizes that she shouldn't have said that, which I think a lot of kids wouldn't even. Yeah. I was like, whoa, I was not expecting that moment in this movie. That was kind of awkward. <laughs> and I mean, I feel like that kind of thing would you know, maybe fly over kids' heads. But um, right. I thought that was kind of interesting that they even included that. There's always somebody in the neighborhood who's still a racist. Yeah. Even though you've been friends with their kids for however long, you know they still look at you sideways. I, w- wait, actually, maybe that's just me. You guys are white. That's that's <laughs> that's what the movie Gran Torino is about, right? Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Well, we talk <laughs> we we talk about this sequence uh, where they, uh, you know, um, Sarah has the idea to go to the. I can't remember the name of it. It was like the the hiding grass or the sneaking grass or what was it called? The Yeah. 
the it something was grass. point on Splash Mountain. It was like the it's sneaky on the grass. other side of the sinking <laughs> sands, but not as far as the mysterious beyond. Yeah. And it literally looked it's like the it elephant was, graveyard. Yeah, it literally looked like it was like a pond of uh, yeah quicksand, I guess, and that they could have probably walked around. But she goes through, and they immediately start to sink, uh, and everyone gets trapped, of course. Um, and uh, it leads to, I think, one of my favorite cuts in the entire movie. <laughs> There's this moment. Uh, I'm gonna play it because I, I have it here. I don't know if it'll work as well over audio, but it makes me laugh every time. Um, here we go. Sarah? <laughs> there's like so- a there's like a this crazy scream from Sarah and like as it's like fully voiced it cuts to like Sarah's dad just like fucking around eating grass. But the screaming, <laughs> that scream continues, but now it is immediately like in a split second farther away. And I feel like it takes him a little bit too long to be like, huh? <laughs> Something's happening. You're telling me that's not from one of the Chucky movies. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. The sound of some brutal murdering. Happened. That sounded like the, the trash compactor. And I was like, felt like C3PO. Oh God, they're dying. <laughs> yeah. We were too slow. We couldn't save them. And it's funny, too, because it's another kid mindset thing where Littlefoot is just like, I'm mad. My grandparents won't let me do what I want. They're saying no to me, blah, blah, blah. And as a kid, you never think to yourself, wow, maybe they're being overprotective because my mom, their daughter, just died Died. like (laughs) a month ago, if at all. And they are mourning her and thus are going to be worried about their only grandchild yeah. that will uh-huh. ever have because their daughter is now dead. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird, uh, you know, there's, there's absolutely no mention of the mom in this movie, no. uh, which, you know, yeah, the, the grandparents dance around it where they're like, they say, you're the only one we have left, but you, th- I thought for sure there would be some sort of like emotional moment where he remembers her or the, where he looks into the water and then she appears. Yeah, the exactly. <laughs> You'd think you'd bring remember you are little foot. You'd think they'd bring that back for a cheap, like tug of the heartstrings thing. You know, uh, not even cheap. Like I really wish that they did, but it just shows how quickly that they are abandoning all the emotion from the first movie to make a children's franchise. And I am horrified (laughs) that that did not happen at all in this movie. And this is movie two of fucking 14. Yeah, it's very strange. It's it's uh it's very manufactured and uh it's one of those films that's uh yeah, I, th- I think you're right, you know. We talked about how the other movies are probably longer. I'm pretty sure this one's longer than the original film. And it has uh those lovely fade to blacks for commercial Ugh. breaks. <laughs> just yeah. like we love in some of I the mean, later they just, five. They're not movies. addressing at all the fact that like yes, Littlefoot is the leader of the the group you know but like he led them there and yet is the only one who actually lost his parent you yeah. know i mean spike never really had any parents to begin with and it seems like ducky's mom has full-on i did like that continuity where ducky was yes like, or the mom was like oh no ducky and spike, spike you know yeah. like not the, without without that pause you know like she wasn't um you know like spike's her son now yeah. um but yeah littlefoot's the only one that actually you know lost 
the most important person to him or anyone really. And the rest of them got, when they got to the great Valley were reunited and everything was fine. Yeah. I feel like that that's a weird proxy and I'm going to get into like some weird, like nineties movie bullshit here, (laughs) but like that was like the comfortable shorthand of like grandparents raising a kid of like, it checked a marketing box of just like unconventional family. Mm where it was a super safe route to go of while addressing that, like the nuclear family was completely ruptured in America. So like, yeah, it, it was, it was just a really like, same thing that happened to like free Willy or other things that we've seen where it's just like, it's just not the typical family unit. And that's all we need to say. We're playing lip service to that. And in retrospect, in this movie, it feels incredibly shallow, especially because of how moving and how much we were brought to tears about the, you know, parental relationship in the last movie. This is just the shorthand of just like, yeah, this is for all the kids who don't have, you know, normal families, which is most kids. Yeah. Right. And I think a super, super generous reading could say, like, you know, the fact that Littlefoot is the one that's kind of leading the thing. Oh, we're going to adopt Chomper and we're going to raise him, you know, like that could be kind of like compensating for the fact that his mom is dead. But I don't think so. I think it's just because he's the leader and he's yep. the protagonist. I don't think yep. it really is examining the fact that he lost his mom at all. No. Yeah. It's very strange. It's like they wanted to make it like a standalone movie that doesn't rely too heavily on the original, but also like the whole fact that they're in the great Valley is because of the original, but yeah, I don't know. It's weird. They also just didn't there. Cause there's not, there's not any like emotional moments that replace that <laughs> potential no. in this movie no. as well. There's never is a this the like, point oh. where we start talking about the antagonists of this movie. Oh yeah. Sure. We got to get into those brain? villains. Pinky and the brain. Pinky and by that, and we just brain. mean pinky and another guy. Yeah. It's like yeah. Pink, pinky, literally pinky and not Orson Welles. Well, because the uh, the one a- uh, voice actor actually did the voice of Pinky, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. that's, I was like, that's why you're saying that, right? <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I really am. It's uh, what Jeff Bennett and Rob Paulson, I believe. Rob Paulson is Pinky, and uh, also Wacko, and all sorts of things. Playing the characters of Ozzy and Strut, mm-hmm. who are for some reason like British villains. <laughs> Brits love. Eggs, eggs and uh it's funny the the wikipedia has like um <laughs> has all these you know how sometimes in wikipedia articles they'll link to other wikipedia things and it, one of the things it says before they leave they notice two egg stealers and there's a hyperlink on egg stealers to, that takes you to the actual dinosaur the struthiomimus um, <laughs> which I think is really weird. Like why would, but then if you search truth, if you go on the Struthiomimus Wikipedia and search like the word egg, nothing comes up. <laughs> it's, it's not like they were known they to be know eggs. They ate eggs. Yeah. They were known to be egg stealers or they ate eggs all the time. It's like nothing, nothing on there. That's, I guess that's that. where I mean, the strut name comes from though. Yeah, that's true. And, and yeah, he, he does, uh, he does say Struthiomimus in the song. That he has, uh, Ozzy has. I've always heard Overraptor. Is that not a term? Overraptor? I don't know. Overraptor. Oh, Overraptor, like egg. Yeah. Um, oh, like an yeah. egg eating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe, huh. but m- maybe not for this this exact dinosaur. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's weird. They the the they kind of remind me 
and with the song and everything, it weirdly reminded me of like Jim Dale from Pete's Dragon or something. Yeah, or the two guys from Prince of Egypt or your, your yeah. classic two dudes. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they're they're more a little bit more on equal footing. A lot of times it's a head guy and like a even lesser sidekick. But these guys are like a little bit more equal. But still, it's the same. The formula. one guy just wants to eat whatever he can find, like grass, trees, leaves, whatever. And the other guy is just obsessed with eggs. <laughs> It's pretty anti-vegetarian, I will say. <laughs> it's kind of just like, you fucking dirt eater, you're pathetic. Yeah, you got to be eating eggs at least thrice a day, is what they say <laughs> in this. In like, and I think it's like fairly, um, like around the time where like Lisa was trying to become a vegetarian on The Simpsons, mm-hmm. and like things are happening. Like this is a fairly, I will say that it wouldn't surprise me if there was some conservative nonsense that brought up this song at some point <laughs> they're the bad guys still yeah. they are but uh, yes we're we're living in a time devoid of con of context so <laughs> um i gotta say uh that this song is kind of insane uh and really funny and uh you know i think uh unfortunately i think you guys just gotta hear it you just gotta hear it. not the entire thing but Please I'm gonna play, play the entire thing. I mean, it I could stick in my head the way the other two do. I know, no, it's just it, it's just really funny. The the song choice is strange, and then like the 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 delivery is hilarious. Well, I just gotta I gotta I gotta play for the listeners. You know, I, I'm assuming that some of the people didn't uh, watch the movie, so this is this is it. It it comes from the uh, the songs of the Land Before Time soundtrack. Not the best of? No, not the best of, unfortunately. It's not one of the best songs, but we're going to play a clip, and it includes this hilarious, like, children's album intro that not even you guys have heard. So, here we go. The most famous shark tooth was the Tyrannosaurus Rex. T-Rex was so big, a person would only come up to his knees. They ate other dinosaurs, like we eat hamburgers. Some dinosaurs only ate plants, just like some people only eat vegetables. Some dinosaurs ate both. And some just love to eat eggs. When I wake up, first thing I do, eggs, is to look around for something to chew. Exactly. Feeding myself is very, very tricky because you see, I'm ridiculously picky. Eggs. You guys, this this dinosaur right here is horny for eggs. Listen to this. <laughs> then a pile of eggs. Smell them, feel them, oh, crack them open. <laughs> and later in the song, he goes, eggs to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. The song was so funny because it felt like he was just saying random things like, I brush my teeth, then I put on my shoes, <laughs> eggs. <laughs> like, it, just, <laughs> it felt like an Eric Andre skit. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. This just is sounded- a crazy ass song, and we should end the episode to make everybody listen to it because you don't need to watch this movie, but you have to hear this song. <laughs> you don't want to end with the uh, well, we're family. And you're yeah, I was going to say, now we got to include. only so that you can sing the egg song to your significant other so that they make you an omelet. <laughs> I, think I, already play, I think I already played the best parts. <laughs> 
I mean, it's, it's and that so intro ridiculous. is insane. I'm pretty sure that whatever kids recorded that intro also recorded the intro to the Mission Tortilla Factory from <laughs> Disney's California Adventure. Hey, it's called uh, Mockery. Yeah. I <laughs> no, like that's that. The sourdough bread bakery. Dialogue. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like anyway. that kid that's like, mm, some of them ate dinosaurs like we eat hamburgers. Right. I'm telling you, same kid from DCA. <laughs> hamburgers. 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 Oh, my God. So funny. You've got to squeeze uh, them, cheese them. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, really the only reason we have these egg antagonists is so that the eggs can be switched. Because they steal an egg from Ducky's family. And then without any of our heroes knowing, that egg just rolls back into the nest casually yeah. <laughs> and they think it's dead. And then they pick up another egg that is actually not duckies and, uh, you know, they take care of it and it turns out to be Chopper. But they're like, I know how we'll take this egg back to the valley. We're going to make a carrying nest. And carry it. <laughs> the carrying nest is literally two sticks that they're using like chopsticks yeah. to sure. try and hold this huge egg. And like it's it's like worse than like your eighth grade science class where you had to make a, a basket the egg for drop. an egg. The egg drop. Yeah, out of straws and scotch tape and then drop it from the first floor hang, or whatever. Hang on. Hang on. We're going to take a brief aside where we each describe our designs for our egg drop. I don't remember. I blocked it out. <laughs> I don't know. Mine was, a, a mine was in a strawberry container. I <laughs> cut up a bunch of straws to be props on the outside and then I wrapped it in gauze and it you survived. use a strawberry container. No, you're only supposed to be able to use straws <laughs> tape i had a different science teacher there, okay. so <laughs> yeah they were like just use whatever god i just i just love that this whole sequence like immediately made me go like oh yeah none of them really have hands do they because like <laughs> oh my god oh my god this song the raptors arms the scale of them we talked about how good the uh irish animation team did designing these characters and how much humanity they were able to get from them <laughs> in the first movie. Do in not this... insult the Korean animation team. <laughs> right I'm, not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to insult the Korean animation. I think that they were given a script about a song that required gestures <laughs> that was impossible. It is not their <laughs> fault. They were just animating to the script. The Raptors' arms are freakishly noodlishly large like they're super long and they scale they change length constantly yeah and sometimes ozzy uses it to slap his brother in the face for (laughs) for eating vegetables (laughs) i i just thought it was really funny because i was like oh yeah like petrie kind of has hands and sometimes will like stand in like human things or like cross his arms like i'm not doing that or that's dumb or like use his like kind of claw wings to like as as arms or whatever um but yeah the other ones i didn't think like why make this entire sequence where they have to figure out a way to carry it back oh my god why i don't know roll it? I, I, oh my god or it looks make a really dumb basket that basket was horrible it looks like I mean, how are they even carrying that makes no sense it's gonna fall and break immediately. they should put it behind sarah's um Whatever you call it, yeah. not hair, but like her head thing. They could have figured. He it was, out. I just want to s- submit our, my support for your new political campaign. Make a better basket, right? For city, for city council. Yes. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> These freaking five year olds. We're tired of our dinosaur babies being idiots. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's time for them to grow up. When's the puberty movie coming? That's what we need. 
<laughs> Littlefoot has a little weird half mustache. Oh, God. <laughs> That's not part of it when it does come around. Oh, God. absolutely part of it. It's not. That's never happening. Never. I I think I said never. So, yes, I have my, you know, I had to complain about the flimsy carrying nest. It was just like not the right word to describe it. You know, if he had said, like, we need to, like, use, I don't know. It it just the word (laughs) nest was so wrong for what they built. Can we make the most fragile hammock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you thought like, uh, oh, it would like maybe they like sew a bunch of tree stars together and put it into something. Yeah, that makes more sense than two sticks. Or a lot of sticks. Even. Like Ducky and Petrie like still live near a nest always and they know what it looks like. And this is not that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, Chopper comes out, and they're I mean, all scared of him. Yeah, I, and I guess this this whole trip with the, uh, you know, the chasing the egg stealers. Apparently, they went into the mysterious beyond, which didn't really seem all that exciting. That's no, that's basically it was the elephant graveyard. But no, what you were talking about. Yeah, so Chopper comes out, and uh, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, Littlefoot immediately is like, oh, he must think that I'm his mother. So that's what I'm gonna be. Right. I mean, they a part of it makes sense. Like they did not see. I mean, this is how they got Spike, right? And n- never had any consequences. Nobody ever came looking for baby Spike. So <laughs> yeah. I guess it might make sense that they might think, okay, well, this is our friend now. We're just going to take him in. But I did. I have to give the movie and the writing credit for the fact that Chomper is not able to adjust to eating plants or whatever, you know, like I, I, I thought that it would, they would just be like, we're going to feed him plants and then he's, he'll be fine. And he'll grow up not knowing that he eats meat, but that is not the case. He starts biting them on, you know, without meaning to, and he cannot eat plants, which is an insane cognitive dissonance because it appears that the Raptors do have a choice. <laughs> There's an entire song about how one of them just like, just let me eat plants. And one of them's just like, ah, you're too proud. (laughs) So, yes, I would love to agree with that if the movie did not offer the exact counter argument. (laughs) Well, it's it's, it's hilarious because the uh, Common Sense Media uh, article for this says that one of the main themes of the film is the importance of allowing wild animals to follow their biological imperatives. (laughs) I guess. What? You know, because you've got to stop all those kids that are out there trying to make dinosaurs eat, you know, vegetables. Oh, my God. That was written by a pastor trying to justify the affair he just had. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a, sorry, honey, it's a biological imperative. I don't know what else to say. It's a biological imperative. God. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's so messed up. Oh, boy. Um, All right, so everybody runs away, including Littlefoot. Littlefoot comes back and decides, this is now my project. And then he gets everybody else back eventually. And then they all sing the big number of this movie. It's called We're Family Now, I believe, right? And we're all going to have oh, No, it's called You Are One of Us. <laughs> it's called You Are One of Us Now is the actual one name. One of us. One of us. But yeah, it's, again, it's so many syllables. that They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, like. 
It's also, um, but I'm not getting married today. But then, then they're also like, "We're a family, and you're one of us now." You know, like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's like as soon as you said, it's like you're a family, and you're one of us now. Yeah, you're a family like, no, that's too many syllables for those amount of notes. It's also hilarious. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say each. I think each song in this was also designed for like at least you know, half of, or if not more of the singers not being able to actually sing. And so their verses <laughs> yeah. are like, you were a dinosaur, a really scary yeah, dinosaur. And now you're rapping. not. <laughs> yeah. It's like the rocks parts in Moana. Yes. Oh yeah. It's like all these talk singing verses and stuff. Even in the eggs one, the, the brother has like these talky verses and, and I just thought that was really funny that it's like, okay, this is clearly designed for, <laughs> voice actors who can't sing or they didn't want to get but actual singers like, you know we're a family you're one of us it, it should be like you know we're a family and you're one of us now you know like yeah. that would sound like a normal song instead <laughs> of like we're a family and you're one of us now you know? <laughs> <laughs> crazy i know it is it is kind of insane just too many words family and you're one of us now you're a family <laughs> and you're one they of have us the now. Oh, quality of like an animatronic <laughs> band at like a family entertainment center yeah, like, it's like a robotic Chuck E. Cheese would be, and it's and it's been going so long that the robots can only open its mouth three times. We're saying that whole thing. Well, and it's not even just that line. Like the rest of the the yes. um, the chorus is like, uh, we look like you, and we think you're like us too, and we're family. You know, it's not even like it doesn't get any like slower or more there's there's a turn page on the sheet music and there's a little bit of cocaine on the music stand (laughs) and it says okay we're going to this song you turn you do a bump and then now we're singing family and one of us now (laughs) (laughs) so they sing this huge song everyone's so happy they literally say we are a family and you are one of us now and immediately after the song sarah's like nah 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 we gotta get rid of this guy yeah <laughs> don't you remember my parents were still racist and even she even participated <laughs> in the song and yeah. then immediately flipped yeah and even the nice cool. ducky even the lovely nice ducky is like you know you're right yep she is different you're right yeah or, i do feel bad that i voted for her different. for congress <laughs> <laughs> you should never vote for ducky i'm sorry it's yeah. rough. Um, but yeah, I mean, then, you know, I don't even remember how this all. The, there's lots the of guys come after them. Again. There's lots of crazy stuff. Like eventually we see the, the comes. Yes. The sharp teeth uh, parents um, appear out of nowhere. Like, rah, rah, where, where is our daughter? <laughs> even though apparently the sharp teeth can't talk. Uh, they don't speak english like everyone else but they can sing poker face so that's good yeah yeah i mean it's unclear if there are different languages or if some are unable to talk or if some just choose not to but talk. are you saying that there's different languages between vegetarians and meat eaters only because everyone else speaks the same there language. might be but the egg dudes they can speak to the egg guys that's true yeah so it makes no sense but spike doesn't talk but we don't know if he just isn't ready to talk or if he maybe can't understand it. We he have no speak. idea. Spike will they just uh, They just don't want to humanize the scary sharp teeth. Yeah. Actual voice. I love how their eyes were still like blood red, even though their <laughs> child looked nothing like them and had a completely different color scheme. Yeah. 
I did think it was funny to watch it and be like, they're just looking for their kid the whole time, and everyone else is like, holy shit. I can't believe no one said that the whole time, including Littlefoot. He was never like, oh, they're looking for this kid. He it did not occur to him until the battle was like completely over. (laughs) There's even like a there's even like a really hilarious uh, fight sequence with the grandpa grandpa versus the sharp tooth that like i don't remember how it resolves but the sharp tooth just leaves all of a sudden and the grandpa's just like um okay what well, what was that about i guess i yeah, won they're just like and stay out you know like, uh, yeah. their parents are like yeah i guess it. i won like, yeah i don't know bye yeah but uh you know the whole thing is that you know during this whole mysterious beyond thing they made some avalanche that created a hole in the wall of the great valley and so the sharp teeth were able to get in but they wouldn't have even come probably if the if Chopper hadn't been taken. That's right. right. I mean, which is you know the fallacy of the wall. Yeah, that's what they get. <laughs> that's what the sharp teeth get for leaving their egg in a random bone skeleton uh, out in the middle of the mysterious beyond. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, there's that whole sequence where they're like, "Oh shit, Chopper's up on the Explody Mountain or whatever." <laughs> And it looks really funny because they show okay because Cho- okay, Chomper is like the smallest thing you've ever seen, right? But when they're like, "Oh shit, he's up on the mountain," he looks like <laughs> the scale out. of him. Scale goes out the, the scale window. of him up on the mountain. Like he looks so big compared to like I was like, "Is that a really small mountain or what the fuck is going yeah, on?" Yeah, they have <laughs> the same understanding of scale in this movie as Toby Hooper did in Cats. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like the the our baby dinosaurs would not be able to see that little baby chomper up Tom, on you meant that. to say Tom Hooper. Not I Tom really Hooper. did, but yeah. it's funnier that I said Toby. Okay. <laughs> Toby okay. Hooper. Yeah. Uh, call back to our Poltergeist. Uh, yes, please go listen to those episodes. It's all merchandise. He would never. He would never. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, I thought that shot was really funny. I was like, "What the fuck? Why is he so big?" Um, sorry, I'm still thinking about Toby Hooper's cats. Like, it would be brilliant. It would be. Brilliant. I want it so bad. Yeah, let's. Too bad he's passed away. Unfortunately, uh, bring him happen. back as a cat. Oh my god! No. Oh, no. James Corden can voice. Oh god! Oh god! God no! Sorry. God no. Uh, well, this movie has brought us to a dark place, and I I fear for our future. <laughs> it, I, I mean i i do fear but at the same time it could come up you know because this is like the first time out kind of sequel and you know this thing is going to go on for so long that at some point someone might come in and be like i'm gonna make it a thing and like you know really uh, so we'll see so i have a confession <laughs> as i was researching this movie oh i found out that the new york post did a ranking of the 13 movies that had come out at the time. So I'm no longer going to do research in this way, but I can tell you that I know how the New York Post rated this movie in the 13 that existed at the time that they posted this article. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, I, I, I want to share it with you because it gives me some hope for our futures. Okay. <laughs> what is uh, that? It, it rated it number five. Well, does it really give us some hope? That means that like most of them, that means that most of them are below that. 
Yeah, but Justin, I kind of assumed that this would be the second best. <laughs> I thought it would be a okay, full okay. descent a into madness. Yeah, but and we'll I would see. be Sam Neill and have Cthulhu glyphs on my face. I did see that. Uh, yeah, I did see that other list that was like total film ranked this movie as seventh among the fifty worst kids movies of all time. Yes. <laughs> Which is a weird list to be doing. Um, I mean, it's better than any of like it's better than like Beethoven three and four and and yes. other kids movies that we watch. Yeah, I uh, mean, th- this movie sucks, but it's but it's like totally harmless and like not right. Uh, you know, not not actively bad. Other than like, a little mm. casual racism on the fact of on the part of Sarah's father, it, it's yet to become abhorrent. Well, they also killed the sharp tooths family and then try to be like no you're fine we're friends now <laughs> did they kill i thought they all went away together no no in the last movie oh, oh well that we don't even know really that they were related tyler not sure. all sharp teeth are related <laughs> you're right yes by me me trying to be woke i show how uh insensitive i am to the sharp teeth narrative i want to read i want to read uh before we get to our ratings here i want to read uh some hilarious tidbits from the the common sense media oh please do favorite first there's a uh there is some hilarious moments in the descriptions of the film here here's they they have this sentence in um a couple sentences in what's the story it says and it says they defend the egg from goofy predators but when it hatches they discover that the dinosaur is a tooth in spite of this littlefoot and his friends bond with the baby dinosaur even as it becomes obvious that this baby is beginning to follow its biological imperative and attempt to kill and eat meat i feel like that's a weird way to describe it yeah also Again, another dude justifying his affair <laughs> yeah. in the in the section labeled is it any good which is kind of like i guess the common sense media people's review of the film it says for some parents, the screaming of the dinosaur children might induce headaches. <laughs> it says, besides this, the only real serious flaw in the movie is the sense that the child actors voicing the dinosaurs were given a little too much leeway to the point where many of them sound rather annoying instead of cute or childlike. <laughs> They're all adult voice actors. No, 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 no. Three of them are still kids. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. Do you have some child star check-ins? I don't right now. Um, Record scratch. We do not need to talk about any of these people at the moment. Oh, okay. okay. Great. Candace Hudson is still a child. And um, Scott McAfee and Heather Hogan are also children at this time. The rest are, yes, adults. Um, and uh, there's only one. There's only sadly one parent review of the film, and it gave it two stars. Scarier than posting described, it says. <laughs> it says the overall storyline of this movie is fine and appropriate for children. However, I disagree with the description of the movie. Based on the vague description of minimal violence or scary scenes and no language, I let my preschooler watch. It was a bit intense with con- with a constant sense of threat and danger by other dinosaurs. Further, the quote-unquote scary dinosaurs were a bit aggressive. <laughs> E.g. Hanging, dinos- hanging other dinosaurs over a cliff, name-calling, threatening behaviors... 
Overall, I just wish the description was more accurate. Would recommend watching first and making your own decision. Did they even watch the first one? The first one is <laughs> literally a terrifying horror show compared yes. to this. Yeah. Nobody dies although, in this. Although the first one does not have like political murders where we're like, <laughs> we're going to take you off to the to- the tallest wall and throw you over the side. Yeah. Sure, I guess it was all biological imperative. Yeah. There, there is also that three minute uh, scene of the kids screaming in the tar or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why do I feel like biological imperative is going to be our planned obsolescence of this? Uh, <laughs> it is our biological imperative to imperative. watch sequels forever. <laughs> we must do it. Must watch sequels. <laughs> oh, God. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, Ratings. so the movie pretty much wraps up. And they're just like, yay, everything's happy again. Woo. Yeah, they. he goes, Chomper goes back to the what do they call it? Mysterious beyond with his parents and Littlefoot says a tearful goodbye. And they say, well, maybe we'll meet again. I think they're going to meet again. It was really funny to see the, the sharp teeth be like, and then as soon as like chomper shows up, they're like, happy, happy sharp. Were they like, basically like yeah like you're real nice but you still can't live here sorry Bye. <laughs> yeah get out We're, we we literally uh closed the door on you yeah. on your way out yeah our gated community is rather <laughs> exclusive no sharp teeth allowed <laughs> what are we gonna say you lose i wonder if chomper will ever start talking now well, I was going to say with the with the um, Spike, uh, he came real close. He came right to the edge of talking in this movie because he kind of like went uh-huh, yeah, a couple times like early uh, in the movie. Count. And I was like, please, please remind so me close. at some point I need to cut Bruce Willis. Look who's talking lines over Spike. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, that's the crossover our listeners. <laughs> yeah. I think it would work really well, actually. Yeah, I think it really <laughs> in would. an audio media. <laughs> yeah. All right, this is the part we're for Spike the talks. YouTube. Okay, for the YouTube. Uh, Tyler, you got a rating system? Oh boy. Um. Well, I mean, how could it be anything other than eggs? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many eggs would you give? Uh, the Land Before Time. The Great Valley Adventure. Then a pile of eggs. (laughs) I'm going to give it five eggs um, because I want to have room to grow in either direction for the rest of this franchise, to be honest. I mean, like I said, it was not abhorrent in any way, which is like more than I can say than many sequels that we've seen. Um, And even though I didn't like the the overstuffed patter of the songs, the the melodies themselves are catchy. They're catchy. We there's a reason we were singing eggs this entire episode, right? Eggs. And then the, the the your family thing that it's very catchy. And like I said, it instantly like my brain came alive and was like, oh god, I know this one, you know, like which is maybe yeah. says more about me than the songs, but um. Yeah, and and you know they're still cute. The chompers real cute, and everybody's fine. And you know it was fine. <laughs> Tyler, I think. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do the exact same thing. I think that was yeah. a very wise play. That we had so much love and nostalgia for the first movie. It's 
kind of incredible how much of it wears off for the second movie but it was also six years in between and like the difference between watching it when we were you know pre-kindergarten and when we were all already in elementary school is astounding like i i this one feels more crass this one feels like more like a money grab but it also just feels like <laughs> the first one spoke to you on such a true emotional level that exists beyond ages like how old you are like we had the same experience re-watching that movie this movie is a explicit ploy to go to a wider younger audience and so there's a reason why i remember it but it doesn't have any effect uh that being said i think that that goal is noble <laughs> to try to be like hey like that's just we want to make a bunch of these direct-to-video movies let's make it for the youngest widest audience possible and they didn't completely fuck up the characters like most second entries do so yeah it's a five um i'm gonna just uh i'm gonna go and be like you know ozzy said we should eat uh, eggs thrice a day so (laughs) i'm just gonna give it three eggs oh yeah Uh, uh i don't know i feel i i'm gonna be hopeful despite that crazy list you're talking about where it said this was number five i'm always curious about those lists like do these people really watch the entire movie like did that sure. person really watch 14 movies and then write that article i don't know i'm not sure um we're we're gonna be living in this for months here <laughs> so i have a, i'm hopeful that there will be better ones after this i feel like it's a decent step it's like an okay step into the uh dtv sequel uh here but I feel like they can do better. The songs are not great. And I feel like there's got to be some better songs <laughs> coming up in the future. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's just like a really bland version of the original that kind of, you know, it basically repeats all the same beats. Finding a new dinosaur, blah, blah, blah. No, except no one dies. There's no emotion. I hated that there was no, like, heart. There was no heart to this movie. No heart. Nothing in this movie that I guess if you're like a really little, I mean, okay, this is obviously for little kids. So like there's, I'm, I'm going to say there's nothing in this movie that uh, would want, would, that would bring me back to watch it again, but I'm a fucking uh, grown ass adult. Uh, some kid might watch this and be like, I love Chomper. Oh my God. He's so cute. I want to watch it again. Chomper's the best. Um, which I think is probably smart on their part. Maybe uh, adding all that emotion and everything would have, overcomplicated it for kids and made it not interesting. But all I can do is give the uh, number from my perspective as an adult. And I'm just like, nah, not this one. There's gotta be better. (laughs) You want a three egg omelet. Yeah. Three egg, three egg omelet every day. Can we make this promise to our listeners right now? And that of all the songs from these films that are available on Spotify, we will update an active ranking of the <laughs> songs of what the, what we think from best to worst. Yeah, we can. T- <laughs> we'll I- definitely do that by the yeah. end. Like we'll definitely do our top five or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. We have to do that. Yeah. I tried to stay away from spoilers. Cause I, I mean, I had to click into the uh, soundtrack songs, but I did see some interesting people listed. So I won't say anything. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that there's some better songs. There's got to be better songs than this coming up. I, I, yeah, we're now exiting James Horner's orbit, by the way. I think this is like we're going to hear less and less of the score. Yeah, so that's... The, the guy who did the score for this one is... I forgot to write his name Michael, down. It's Michael Taverna or Taverna, yeah. Yeah, he's done a bunch of stuff like... He did Star like Star Wars, Wars Resistance and, and stuff, yeah. 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 
So he's legit. But it does have, I don't, like, yeah, listening to it, I'm like, I only remember the James Horner stuff that comes back. I don't remember any of his actual score. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know if the roaches are coming back or not. We'll have to see. Yeah. We will. Who knows? Who knows? Only time will tell. Um, but, yeah, I think that's going to bring us to the end of uh, Land Before Time 2, The Great Valley Adventure. I'm trying to bring up the... Uh, the next movie here. Hold on. Hold on. I wasn't ready for this. Should I do an ad read? Yeah, do it. Okay. So we have an unofficial ad because uh, it's an ad for me. Uh, but <laughs> Tyler and I are both part of a team with friend of the show, Allison C., uh, called The 100 Club. And we are currently in the process of raising $100,100 for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which does a ton of great work for cancer research, uh, eliminating blood cancer, providing services to um you know, communities and yeah, and tons patients. of community support. It's an amazing organization. Right. And so one of the things that you guys might be interested that we're doing to help raise money is that I have written two virtual escape rooms um, that you can play and that anybody can play. And, you know, they take about two hours. You can get a team of two to six people. And uh, if you, if you listen to this podcast, you already know how I like to go deep and do trivia <laughs> and all sorts of, puzzles and things and so it's uh you know uh, a look into my twisted mind but they are <laughs> themed toward they're inspired by disneyland and the mcu however uh this is a parody and is in no way representative of the walt disney company or marvel studios or anybody else or any other entity ever um so if you're interested- the twisted mind of yeah. <laughs> if you're interested in checking them out, uh, you can just go to my fundraising page, which is uh, bit.ly, so uh, bit.ly slash Elis Hates Cancer, all lowercase. And from there, it has links to the MCU escape and the Disney uh, Kingdom Keys escape. So again, that is bit.ly slash Elis Hates Cancer, all lowercase. Yeah, they look super fun, and uh, I'm looking forward to trying to uh, take my parents through those escape rooms uh, in the in the coming weeks. Here, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be hilarious uh, to watch them struggle with the uh, MCU stuff, particularly. <laughs> um, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, you guys should check it out. It'd be super helpful for the fundraiser. Um, Definitely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we're at the end here, and that means that you know we're we're not totally at the end and uh, we're going to continue on because you know what i like this place yes i like this place a lot <laughs> <laughs> we like this place we like this place uh yeah so the next movie in the series we're just barely getting started here the land before time three the time of great giving sorry the time of the great giving Ooh, oh, could this be our Christmas entry? Oh, I don't know. It, oh boy, it's uh, that it, would be soon, but not. Oh God, I hope not. I think it's more of a giving. I don't know. It could be a thanks. It's probably more of a Thanksgiving. Sure. I yeah. Uh, as much as I'd like to see dinosaur Jesus, I don't know. If- <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving. It could just be about being charitable in general. Yeah, charity. Yeah, uh, Justin, I need a song parody of Dinosaur Jesus. Dinosaur Jesus. 
your own dinosaur Jesus? Yeah, your own personal dino- dinosaur Jesus. I, it would be like, he rolled the rock away and he wasn't be found. He rolled the rock away and he couldn't be found. Yeah. It's so, I was like, <laughs> it's got to be some sort of like, let's cram in as many words as we can. Yeah. He rolled the rock away and couldn't be found. <laughs> Sorry. Uh <laughs> And uh, I came up with that just on the spot, okay? That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, <laughs> the movie comes out only a year later, so don't expect many changes in uh, in what we've seen since this movie. But, uh, yeah, Your I'm favorite long-armed raptors will return. <laughs> I wonder what sort of biological imperatives we'll be exploring this time. <laughs> be like this dinosaur has the biological imperative to just take everything we need to teach him to give we need to teach him to yeah. give we need to teach him to give you guys oh my god we need to go to bed uh yeah. that's probably so, what's gonna happen reach yeah. out to us on social media uh twitter instagram facebook and youtube at sequel rights and email us your thoughts on all the lands before time uh, <laughs> at sequelrights at gmail.com like uh, sands through the hourglass so are the lands before time, before time. <laughs> uh, when you said reach out I was like there has to be your own personal Jesus joke here but I can't I can't, I can't quite get there uh Please rate and view us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars goes a long way. Let us know what food group you'd love to hear dinosaurs sing about next. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's gelatin. Maybe it's ham. I think I there's going to be one that's like, tofu for you, tofu for me. <laughs> We're a tofu family. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You've done it. You've made it so. I think that's that was just the deaf beer song. Oh wait, yeah. the Simpsons. Oh my god, he just made that up. Oh god, oh god. Yep. All right. Well, we should probably stop this now. That's it. We've lost our minds, and we're only in uh, movie two, you guys. Well, what's going to be like? Uh, but we'll uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week for the Land Before Time three, the time of the great giving. Yeah, you got to come back because don't forget, we're a family and you're one of us now. <laughs> one of us. One, one of, of us. us. Goro. 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 <laughs> As an egg, you were a beauty, but now you're a real cutie. And we brought you to our valley somehow. Though you look like you, we think you'll like us too. Because we're a family and you're one of us now. We're a family and you're one of us now. We're a family and you're one of us now. Me no see why we can't be the best friends by and by. You teach me to be scary, and I teach you to fly. I teach you to fly. Huh? What about the water? It is fun to get wet. Take the baby for a swim, swim, swim. Take it easy. Take it slow. You're excited. Don't forget, he's just a baby. You don't want to frighten him. Baby, you don't want to frighten him. Because we're a family and you're one of us now. We're a family and you're one of us now. Though you look like you, we think you're like a super. We're a family and you're one of us now. You can hang around with me, even though you're not a three-horn. See me be real strong. 
Little chopper. <laughs> Aren't you happy you were born? In our gang, come along. Come along. Cause we're a family and you're one of us now. We're a family and you're one of us now. But it looks like you, we think you're understood. Cause we're a family and you're one of us now.